Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Talk Show. Enter your PIN. You are now joining the call. Recorded live. You are unmuted. So can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm actually in a, in here on shoe phone. Is it okay? Uh, it's not bad. Okay. Well, if you can deal with that, then I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of, uh, you know, it's not very good, but I can understand you. So it's good enough, I guess. Okay. Um, and now it's starting to break up. Now it's becoming unusable. Okay. okay, well, then just within a few seconds, I'm going to dial in here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sure can. Okay. So how did you get in this time? Through Skype. Okay. You're coming in as zero zero zero. Is that what? Yeah, that's that's the first time I've seen that one. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I well the thing is, uh, it usually takes me like four or five tries to get my pin, so I've given up. I just put a one. Yeah, I'm really getting tired it of right Skype. Away. Uh, Skype. You actually know Gizmo uh, using instead of dialing in on a landline using Gizmo VoIP. Uh, that's what I do my Alan Watt stuff in, and that always works. So I'm beginning oh. to think, uh, you know that. Fucking Skype is a. I get that same problem, you know. It won't take the room number. 
oh, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have to, you know, hang up and try a couple of times. Finally, I can, you know, like third try this time I got in. Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's tired. Well, it's things will work themselves out over time. <laughs> yeah, well, eventually, like I say, we're just unfortunately ahead of the curve here, and uh, the technology hasn't <laughs> quite caught up to to where it needs to be. So, well, the situation is that the technology's there; it's just not being applied. Into well, this no, domain. It's, it's capitalism that's fucking it up. Nobody can figure out a way to make money off it. <laughs> so it's not there. Yeah, you're right. The technology it probably is won't there. either. <laughs> no, of course it won't. There isn't any way to make money on this. It just needs to be here for all of us. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know? But unfortunately, not a lot of people feel that way. Well, not yet. Or they're not interested in, yeah. But it doesn't take a lot of people. It only takes a few. It just takes the right ones. Well, it takes one person with a lot of money. That's right. So it just takes the right ones to to feel that way. Anyway, tomorrow yeah, think... is the summer solstice. The f we're halfway through the year. You mean the twenty first? No, I mean tomorrow. I always thought it was the twenty second. Well, it varies. It depends on the, you know, on a whole oh, okay. it can be anywhere from the 20th to the 22nd. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not in, it's not in pure alignment with the Gregorian. Well, no, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the position of the sun and the earth. Yeah, and the Gregorian doesn't. <laughs> well, the, it depends on what time it is. You know, I mean, it depends on the spin. And, I mean, every year. I mean, because the uh, the event itself takes place in an instant of time, and uh, where you are on the Earth in regard to that, it could be, you know, uh, if it happens at eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time, then it's on one day. But it, you know, if it happens at one a.m. Eastern Time, uh, that's that's on say a Wednesday, but that would that would mean it's uh, eleven a eleven p.m. California time, which would make it the day earlier. So it it all depends on a couple of things. Where you are is one of the things that determines what day it falls on. Hmm. Okay, but but. It happens at the same moment All around the planet. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, the time zone. It happens in an instant. Okay, no matter where you are. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because it only has to do with the position of the Earth as it moves around the sun. When the axis, in this case, when the when the axis uh, of the Earth's rotation uh, lines up exactly and points to the center of the sun, it happens. I think it's like, actually, let me look at what time it is. Right now, it's it happens at oh, actually, late tomorrow in California at uh, ten forty-six in the uh, evening. 
So actually, that's interesting. In the East Coast, it will uh, have already happened at that time. So in New York, uh, the solstice is uh, will be. Let's see. Let me get this straight. Will be today, actually. Yeah, it's already. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because it'll be later. No, 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 no. The app, no it's well, going to be later. It's going to be on Sunday. That's right. It'll be a day later. That's right. So it'll be early Sunday instead of Saturday. Yeah. Well, I, I like all that stuff. I think it's cool to... Well, part of my routine is to and watch the sunrise. So, and I have a, a Starbucks that has a good view of the eastern horizon. It's not my normal Starbucks, but it's a, it's one, and it opens at five, and the sunrise or sunrise is uh, five forty-two. So, I will be at Starbucks early tomorrow morning. What time do they open? Five o'clock. Excellent. They actually, uh, they had a Starbucks here that was 24 hours. And just, just a few weeks ago, they ended it. Yeah. Too bad. It's nice to have that option. Yeah. Especially for me, because I'm a real, I mean, I'm a, I'm a night person yeah. these days. Well, when I invented yeah. my uh, writing system, uh, I, it came in a dream one night. I woke up, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I woke up with this idea for this writing system. And uh, I sat there in bed for a while, and I realized I was going to be up for a while, and there's a, you know, a Denny's restaurant about a, a block from where I lived. So I went over there, and I sat there until like 10 o'clock the next morning <laughs> doing that thing. Yeah, I would, I would really like to um, to live in a city where most services are run around the clock. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, everything should be that way. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's economics that hinders it. Well, yeah, it's just our old, stupid old bullshit ways that we've inherited from our knuckle dragging ancestors. That's all. <laughs> now I remember once you uh, talked about how society something about how people having a percentage of people up late at night in hunter gatherer societies I'm, I'm really drawing off a vague memory but um, well that was as you know they needed the, somebody up well, late at well, night it's the whole myth of uh, you know you read it all the time you know people you need eight hours of sleep you should you know you, or you need however many hours of sleep you need, and you should go to bed at 10 o'clock and get up at 6 o'clock. You know, and that's just bullshit. You know, it's just absolute bullshit. Our species evolved, and basically everybody has a, a unique uh, sleeping patterns. Some people only need three or four hours sleep, and they're perfectly healthy with that. Other people need more. Some people need naps in the afternoon and get up intermittently at night. And other people, 
You know, I mean, it's just it's it's different, and everybody sort of has to figure out what their own natural pattern is, and that's the way it evolved. Apparently, that's the way it is with a whole bunch of monkeys, is that uh, they're always monkeys up twenty four hours a day. You know, some of them get up for an hour and, and then go back. I mean, they don't post guards, <laughs> but evolution developed that sleeping pattern because it's advantageous to always have somebody awake. <laughs> if everybody goes yeah. to sleep at the same time, then what you've got is a bunch of unconscious language, or no, just unconscious monkeys, not unconscious language monkeys, but a bunch of unconscious monkeys that any predator could walk up and eat. <laughs> Yeah, it it makes complete sense. Yeah, and it freed me for all my life because I had weird sleeping patterns too. And I always felt, you know, that somehow I was doing something that I shouldn't be doing. I really ought to, you know, sleep like everybody else does, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then when I read that, it like freed me from that. I realized, fuck it, you know, when I'm tired, I'll go to sleep. And if I'm not tired, I'll stay up. And that's the way I've lived for the last 30 years, and it seems to work, you know? Well, ever since every... I I think this was a while ago when we had that initial conversation where you mentioned that, but ever since then, it's it's been a relief for me, too, because I haven't read it somewhere. I'm just taking your word for it, but yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah. that a lot of sense to me. Yeah. That's right. Maybe I don't need to read this it, all up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I may just be lying. Yeah. Well, that's fine then. That's <laughs> if that's, it works. Either way, good. it doesn't make yeah. a difference yeah. to me. Right? You don't know. <laughs> Shit, I don't even remember. Maybe I made it up myself. I don't know. But it's a, it works yeah. for me. It's a good story, and the, you know, yeah, it just makes sense. You know, no, I'm I am pretty sure I actually read that though. Yeah. No, that's important to me, and that's one of the things that uh, I've struggled with all my life, uh, especially in high school, because there was an expectation that I'd be up and ready to go at 6.30, 7 o'clock every morning, yeah. and my monkey had a whole different idea of when it wanted to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'd be side sleep through class and all kinds of stuff, and it was just... Yeah. I mean, it, there were a lot of days where it felt like I was torturing myself. Yeah, well, you were. In any reasonable society, people, de you know, develop their own natural sleeping p pattern, you know. And it's, like I say, it's different for each person. Well, that's the thing I love about the Matrix. Matrix is 24 hours, and if my life is centered around the matrix, it doesn't matter when I sleep. You go out and do your thing when you're up. Yeah, it's noon somewhere uh, in the world right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just awesome. I love that. Yeah, me too. And before I was really, you know, using the Internet a lot, being up late at night, you're really limited to what you, I mean, you can read a book or you're kind of stuck to your own entertainment. But well, now there's all Netflix. kinds of people like. <laughs> and TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, you got a television. What the hell's the matter with you? 
Well, that's what I used to do is I used to watch television, but television sucks late at night because nobody wants to, you know, broadcast anything worth a shit late at night. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Television is just a thing of the past now. I mean, you know, yeah, I I didn't even think of it as television. I mean, when there's something particular that I want to watch, then I'm, in front of that matrix, but yeah, it, it's got nothing to do with television or anything really no, for no, me. The thing is, television is a lifestyle for most people. I mean, they go to work, they come home, have dinner, and then they watch TV. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know, it doesn't like make any their, difference their what the fuck. And then they <laughs> complain that there's nothing on that they want to watch except. You know, on Wednesday night, they got the one they really like, you know. But if there's nothing good on Tuesday, so what? They still sit there and watch whatever is there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. My boss is actually creeped out by the fact that she knows that I don't have a television. She can't figure out what do I do. You know, she she's actually sort of freaked out by the fact that there's someone who sits in their house without a television. <laughs> well, she's just ignorant, clearly. Well, she's, I mean, she's not. She's actually pretty cool, but she's also deeply hypnotized, you know, and, and at the same time. So it's, it's an interesting thing to observe. She's also sort of interested in it, too. I mean, because she's... She's honest enough to say that it creeps her out. Yeah, you know, I mean, most people wouldn't even say that. It would just creep them out, and they'd, they'd, they'd be afraid to talk to me. But it doesn't bother her at all to, tell, to look at me and say, you know, it really fucking creeps me out that you don't have a TV. <laughs> so she's doing pretty good, actually. <laughs> well, it's funny. The place that uh, I'm going to go live... Uh, the lady who's the the landlord there was like, yeah, um, I don't have any television here. I hope, you know, that's not too big of a deal. And <laughs> we, we got into a fun little discussion. I was like, oh, no, that's actually a good thing. You know, but yeah. she kind of was like, well, there is one drawback here, you know. Why doesn't Almost she have a TV? She just doesn't watch TV. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow, somebody. Yeah. I mean, I, we what didn't really do? get into any deep conversation. What does she do? Uh, I think, you know, we really haven't talked much, but I think she's a medical student, from what I gather. But um, you know, she's just. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. You know, <laughs> if that's a good start, though, that she doesn't have a television. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> so. I mean, maybe she just doesn't have it because she doesn't feel like paying the cable bill. That could be it. <laughs> what, what, but, I can't uh, imagine that at least it's not important to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting that people, I guess cable, I mean, the idea of just watching what's on air, you know, on, that's just, nobody does that anymore, I guess, right? I mean, you actually have to have cable now. <laughs> You mean like just having rabbit ears or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. An antenna on your roof and just picking up what's broadcast in the air. Does that even work now with the digital st- change and everything? 
Yeah, I think it does, but you have to have like a converter box or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you, I mean, so you, can, you don't need to be hooked up to the cable company. You can just take the no, you can no. They're still all over the signal. And, and a couple of VH, you know, a couple of the UHF or VA or whatever the hell they are stations. And yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that still exists. Because that's all I ever had. I mean, I, when I did have a TV, there was cable at the time, but you know, a lot of I, mean, I don't. I mean, it was still not that mainstream a deal. It was sort of a big deal to have cable. But now my sense is that it's really sort of an essential for anybody who has a TV that you have to have cable. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty standard that if you're a TV watcher, you've got cable. Yeah. <laughs> and a 55-high-def really <laughs> TV. <laughs> yeah. There was a big well, uproar here cool, yeah. in Orange County a couple, oh, about a year ago, some about some poor family that, that you know, the I don't remember all the details, but they were living in a motel room. I think it was a single mother. No, I think there was a father and a mother and two or three kids, and they didn't have any money, and they were, you know, they lost this and that and everything. But in one of the pictures of them living in their house with no furniture in it, uh, they had just like huge fifty-inch flat-screen television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it caused a big uproar. People, all, all the letters to the editor were about, "Who the fuck are these assholes? They don't have any fucking money, but they got a fifty-inch television that their kids can sit around and watch wrestling on." You know, <laughs> but they don't have any, enough money to buy milk. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that just reminds me, I, I may have mentioned this, but in India, it's the same kind of thing. They actually have companies, huge companies, and all the companies do is give little micro-owned television to really poor families in India. So you could be in a slum, at, you know, the poorest, dirtiest, rattiest slum in India, and you'll still find televisions in the middle of these slums, and the families will work and devote a large portion of their salary every month to paying their little microloan for their piece of shit television. That was probably <laughs> somebody from the 1980s. And these kids, I really, I actually didn't get any pictures of this. And I, next time I go, I'm definitely going to, but these I've seen it. These kids gather around like 30 or, you know, however many kids that can fit into a little grass thatch slum hut, sitting around staring at a little 13 inch color television and that's that's their window to the world. I mean, yeah. well, yeah, whatever you know, it, it might is, be a yeah. Different thing too. I, it's, yeah, I'm sure TV is different in a rural village in India than it is, you know, in sunny Southern California. I mean, it's, a, well, it's watching, fulfilling. A, yeah. a, well, no, but I mean, the culture. I mean, everything is different. I mean, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's different. You know, it's not the same yeah. thing. You know. Is uh, people who come who go to work every day and come home at night and have a nice big dinner and then sit down in front of their fifty inch television and and watch the same old shit week in and week out for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, a lot of what they're watching too is old shows like Roadrunner and um, <laughs> Bug Bunny and the Leave It to Beaver dubbed in their oh, local man. language. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver in Hindi. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, even my friend, uh, when I went to his parents' house, the centerpiece of their home was the television. Yeah. And um, they, they even had, like, little goddesses statues around it and stuff. <laughs> it's silly. Well, it's pretty much <laughs> the same as here. I mean, it's the centerpiece yeah. of everybody's home here. And they have their little plastic bunnies in the, in the you know, in the case next to the TV and over it, you know, and the trophy case and, and all their all their little knickknacks and shit, you know. Hey Heron, I've got a I've got a picture of the of my friend's home that I was just describing and I I wanna send it to you right now while it's on my mind. Okay. Um I took a picture of their television shrine because I was Oh cool. So, so well, amazed by it to me in Skype or what? Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I want to find. I've got a couple here, and just gotta go through them. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. This is it. This is this is it. Oh, perfect! This is exactly what I want to send you. <laughs> uh, let's see how long it's going to take for me to send it to you. Well, it shouldn't take long at all. If it's just a JPEG, I think it's a huge. Yeah, but I think it's a big one. Uh, yeah, but still, it's only two, two, megabyte. two megabytes. Yeah, that's, that's not a problem. Is it? That won't take very long. Okay. This is cool. There's nobody. Is there? No, there's nobody listening. Okay, because I'd want them to see it too. They're paying attention to this conversation. But, um, I figure, you know, eventually that the television will just sort of die off. Yeah. It's already, I mean, like, I talk to people all the time. Wow, that was fast. Yeah. It's already been. Okay, so you can see the image yeah. now. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. Well, you know, that that looks like that was probably that way before the TV got put there. No, I mean, that TV is a big deal. I mean, oh, I know it nice is, and they put it there. Television. No, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I'm, I can almost bet you that there, that was there like that before the TV came. You know, then I mean, thing when they got the TV, they knew damn well where they were gonna put it. <laughs> but oh, okay, okay, know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, they put it right there. But like I say, if the TV wasn't there, there'd be something else there. So, I mean, I don't think they went out and got all that shit after they got the TV, just so they could make a shrine for the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But but I mean, it does it does start, sort of make the. Uh, the TV, like the centerpiece of oh, that. Oh, absolutely, because, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they because that they're, they're, is that's their centerpiece of their home. I mean, yeah. that cabinet there. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that the dad when he's sitting down, I was I only spent a couple of days there, but that TV is on and he's got his hand on his remote, and that is 
you know, they're very prideful of that television. I mean, oh, it's yeah. a big deal. How and, long? When was this taken? How long ago? About a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Them humans. Well, again, in the in other parts of the world, the TV is is a different thing than than what it is here, too. I mean, you know, it really is different. I mean, it's the same in some ways, but I mean, the cultures are different, and th that makes a big difference. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, you may. Yeah, it may be something to consider. Well, no, it definitely is something. Not may. It, it's a different culture, and so it, it is going to be different. That doesn't mean it's, you know, like I said, good or bad. It may be just as subversive and stupid there. You know, who knows? But, I, I just sent you another another picture. It gives you another angle of sort of a more broad angle of okay. a captain. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's... I mean, even when you go, like, stay in a hotel room or something, the TV is the epicenter of the room. and Well, there isn't anything in a room, in a motel room, is the center of the room. I mean, that's all there is. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I, I, I go over to my neighbor's house, and, you know, I like him, and he thinks a lot. I mean, he's... We have some great conversations, but every time I, I go over there at night, I just, I, I don't really go over there anymore because I just got fed up with it. I'd go over there and he'd just be kicked back on his chair with his hand and with the remote in his hand and he'd be flipping on the television yeah. while I'm, you know, sit, sitting there having conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's intolerable. Yeah, bullshit. If you want to have a conversation, come over to my place sometime. Leave your fucking television at home. Yeah. I remember even like growing up having dinner at the at, being at the dinner table and the TV just being sort of a background piece. Even if we were having conversation, the TV was on. Oh yeah, I know that's the way I grew up, sure. Yeah, the TV was always on. Whether you're watching it or not, yeah, it's, no, it's just, just part there. of the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah it's just there. <laughs> I think that may be part of the difference in India. When their TV's on, they're probably watching it. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I figure, though, like a lot of these people, like these, you know, his parents, they don't have, you know, they're not familiar with the Internet. But I suppose a lot of these people, if they're clued into the internet, they might lay off the television. But that's probably the case in America, too. Yeah, well, it's becoming the case. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people uh, haven't got time for TV now. Because if the internet wasn't around, I probably would be a TV watcher. I, I'm not proud of that notion, but... Yeah. I can't really deny it because until the internet did come around, I well, did watch a lot of TV. Yeah, well, but you were a lot younger too. You know, I mean, that makes a difference. Yeah, I got rid of my. I, well, I know, actually, I, I don't yeah. remember when I got rid of my TV. I know I had a computer though, and that was part of what made it easier. I'm trying, but the thing is, I don't really remember when I got rid of it. It was at least ten years ago, maybe fifteen, but somewhere in there. 
and the internet well i'm trying to remember there was something like the internet anyway there was something because i know i was spending a lot of time on my computer but it, uh but even back in those days there was even though there wasn't an internet the way there it is now there was an online community you know AOL was started long time ago i don't remember when they got started but you know there and there were bulletin board systems and pirate software sites and shit all that stuff before the world wide web hmm So, so that probably, uh, I mean, you're saying that alleviated some of the... Well, some of it, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, getting rid of the television freed up a lot of time. And um, and I was, you know, well, I got my fir- first computer in 84, so that was like, what, 25 years ago. And, uh, and I got rid of my TV at the longest 15 years ago. So, yeah, the the computer was becoming more and more a part of my life. So... Was getting rid of the television something that you consciously... It was more like, okay, you know what? I need to get this out of my life, or was it oh, like... Oh, I... You know, I, I had tried to get rid of it. It was like trying to quit smoking. I tried to... I knew I was wasting my life with it. Okay, so this is something you really did some thinking about. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I struggled with it for a long time, and that's when I finally realized I really was an addict, and I couldn't go halfway. I couldn't control uh, my television behavior, you know, and the only solution <laughs> was to get rid of it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was addicted. I mean, I, I, went, I tried a strategy of of never watching live TV. I figured if I wanted to watch something, I had a VCR. You know, this is back in those days. And uh, so I figured if there was something, I'd look on the TV guide and I'd see what I wanted to watch for the week. You know, and I'd record. I'd program it all in there and I'd record all the stuff I wanted to watch. And then I, my strategy was not to watch live TV, but to only record what I wanted to see and then just watch the recordings. But what I found was that, like, sometimes when I'd start up the recording, you know, to watch yeah. something, there's a couple of seconds where there's, like, live TV before it switches over. And every once in a while, I'd get caught by, some, you know, there'd be a car chase or something going on, you know, in that five seconds of live TV before the tape kicked in. And and I'd get caught up in that, and the next thing I know, it would be like four hours later. Wow. And I'd just been sitting there watching fucking television for four hours, like in a fucking trance. You know? Uh-huh. I, so I realized, you know, I can't do this. You know, I mean, five seconds of live TV, and I'm sucked into it, you know? Huh. Wow. So I yeah, I can leave it away. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, uh, my grandfather's life revolves around the television, and um, that TV guide is 
No, that's a Bible. Every week, <laughs> that thing is pulled right out of the Sunday paper, and it becomes the Holy Grail right there. For the, for the week, right, until that, until you get a new one. <laughs> yeah. He's got it, and yeah, he's always right. got it. Yeah. To the page, right to the page, flipped, and he's got a little marker where he clips it. Yeah. So it's yeah. on that day, and it's sitting right on right his little his, coffee table. Yeah, right, next to his yeah. special chair. It's set up just so that he can watch television from his little throne. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing. And, uh, and you know, everybody for... thinks that's perfectly uh. normal. That's what's amazing is that this is accepted as, in fact, it freaks people out that I don't have a television. <laughs> You know, that's, well, that's starting that, to become more acceptable. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's still, you know, it's a great cultural connector for people. Everybody, when they go to work tomorrow, can talk about what was on TV last night. Give well, them something to talk about. Yeah. What's great now is that it's sort of come full circle because it, even if you don't have a television, as long as you have the Internet, your anything that is of the slightest importance and that's shown on television is readily available on Usenet. Yeah. Within hours after it's shown. Yeah. Um, you know, if you really do want to watch Dave Letterman every night, he's there on Usenet. Yeah. Every night. Yeah, but the kind of people that <laughs> want to do that, it's it's just much easier to just you know, turn your life over to the TV schedule rather than your own. Yeah. It's part of the function of it is it allows you to, it wastes your time for you, whereas on on the computer you have to actually consciously waste your own time. But TV saves you all the trouble. All you got to do is just sit there. <laughs> and it does oh, yeah, I know what you mean, you. yeah. You know? Yeah, I see my sister doing that. She just, she lays back on the couch and, the remote and, and the way it sort of rests in a TV watcher's hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's really a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's and the if whole you take thing. that remote out of their hands, oh, that would fuck everything great. up. Yeah, yeah, it, it's traumatic. Yeah, you then, oh, and, yeah, because uh, then you'd have to get up and walk over to the damn television to change. You know, you'd probably have to stick with one thing and watch it, and yeah, yeah, that would really fuck things up. My sister, she just sits there and she just flips channel. You know, she just pushes the up button and she can do that for hours and hours. She watches something for a few minutes and it's just like she's in this trance and flips up the next channel. And it's not like she is in a trance. (laughs) She is in a trance. That's exactly the point. Yeah, and it puts her to sleep too. She she um. She falls asleep to the television. It's a daily habit for her. Yeah. That's how she goes to sleep. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm not, you know, I mean, people well, no, do what they do. It's perfectly standard. Yeah. That's, that's the way most yeah. uh, Americans live, I think. Or a large number of them, anyway. Maybe not most, but that's just sort of standard language, American language monkey shit, you know? Yeah, but I'll tell you, I've been I've been talking to people, you know. Well, 
I always been taught in Voodoo, but recently more and more people are mentioning that they don't watch television anymore. Uh, it's a growing trend. It really is. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. I think even, so. Yeah. Even uh, people that aren't quite, uh, you know, determined about I mean, we're really talk. We're really aware of of the. We're quite aware of the television and and all that stuff. But people that are just sort of surfing through life, which is fine. Um, are well, on the internet, there's just more fun things to do. Right. You know? Exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's not because they awake. It's not for everybody, but I mean, for some people. Television really is pretty fucking boring. There's, it's just actually more fun. There, you can play games on the internet. You know. Well, I think that's for just about everybody that figures out how to use it. Oh yeah, I would think so. Too. I don't know. Even if I was completely asleep, yeah, I can't imagine to... how I'd prefer the television over the Matrix here. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, YouTube kicks ass when you compare it to the television. Well, the, like I say, the different. I think it's a matter. It may partly be about laziness. Like I say, uh, you really have to waste your own time on the internet. It doesn't do anything unless you tell it to do something. <laughs> you know, you yeah. have to. You have to be responsible for initiating all of it. But with the television, you can just sit down on the sofa and six hours later uh, go to sleep. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to pair, turn the channel. Yeah, I mean, you could just cha- I mean, the only thing you have to do is push the button on the remote. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what it's like, yeah. I used to do that. I mean, I did when I was oh, like I 11, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I did that for most of my life. I, I don't know how many thousands of hours of my life I wasted unconsciously sitting in front of a fucking television. Now, what's interesting is people like my brother, he's 14, he never did. I mean, since about the age of six or seven, he's lived on his computer. Yeah. And he never had that. He, he doesn't even, he can't even relate to that. Yeah, that's good. He's never actually... He's never he never actually sat down and sort of I mean you know here and there he probably watches some television but oh yeah yeah he's, that culture yeah. Yeah, never it's part no of his interest life. to him because he's got the internet who the hell would want to yeah that's what I say too I mean it's just the internet's just more interesting if yeah. if you're interested in things that are more interesting if you're just interested in being an unconscious language monkey then the television is superior. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I think, you know, because I'm well, not calling my brother. People, like I say, it depends on the person. Yeah. It's an individual thing. For some people, are you know, they would rather just, especially if they go to work all day at a shitty job they don't like. They don't want to think. They don't want to be, they just want to be numb. <laughs> and the television does that. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. 
football and beer and uh, and chicken wings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about that commercial? I mean, I'm one of the uh, commercials I remember seeing on TV was just that. A bunch of guys sitting around watching the Super Bowl, I assume, you know, with chips and salsa and beer. And one of them is saying, you know, guys, it just doesn't get any better than this. And I was thinking, you know, for you, you're right. This is it, man. It doesn't get any better than this. How pathetic is that? <laughs> hey, but you know what? For the for him, he's that's what right. right. for him. This, this is it. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> well, to each his own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just nothing you can say about that. You know, it's like I say you. <laughs> It's just uh, you're a different species. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, man. It was amazing. You know, the, the interesting thing is I've always been a sports. Uh, I've always enjoyed sports. And I'm actually excited because there's a big soccer match on tomorrow. But uh, football was one of those sports I never... I always was rebellious towards football, yeah. maybe because the culture was so engrossed in it. But it's just such a boring, you know, it's just a bunch of people beating each other up in stupid fashion. It's just, I never got it. I mean, yeah. at least if they were, at least if you're going to sit around and waste your whole Sunday with a beer in front of your hand, watch a sport that's actually interesting. Yeah. Well, my favorite sport is sumo, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I well, like boxing, you, too. Yeah. I think boxing is awesome. Boxing used to be on. That was one of the things that that I really liked about TV was boxing. But that was, you know, in the days when it was on regular TV, they finally figured out they could make a lot more money on cable and pay-per-view. And that was the end of uh boxing on television you know normal tv anyway yeah. well it's nice now you know once in a blue moon i'll watch a boxing match but right right after they finish they they're available on um on the internet you can just download them oh i know but i'm talking about the this, yeah. this change was made before uh you know when i still had a tv but for probably oh, okay. years, so it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I mean, for for ten years, when I was still watching TV, there was no boxing on television unless you had cable, you know, or pay per view. And I never, I mean, I never had anything other than just standard what you get over the air broadcast. You know. No, that's cool. So, so you probably like some of those original Muhammad Ali matches and stuff were just available for free. Yeah, oh, boxing, a lot of it was, yeah. yeah wow, it was that's on TV. Cool. It was just on TV. You just go turn on the TV, and there it was, you know? Yeah, that would have been exciting for me if I had lived in that time. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of a lot of hype and build-up and... Oh, yeah, and it was live. And it was, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think boxing is an awesome sport. Yeah. Oh, there's a, yeah, a lot of sports are fantastic. It's just football isn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's football, okay, well, but baseball it's just, yeah. is the one that really I thought was got to be about the most boring thing. Baseball and golf. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't you know, stand baseball. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, they're, they're fun to do, but to watch it, Jesus, give me a break, you know. 
if you're playing it. Well, playing it's a whole. Well, even it's probably started. fun if you're playing it. You know, but watching it. Well, that's the whole point: is that Americans turned into well, the whole world's a bunch of spectators instead of doers. I mean, they don't play music; they listen to music. They consume music. They consume yeah. sports. You know, everyone's just a passive observer. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, that's like you know, if, if I mean, I, I always envision sort of this uh, utopian society. And uh, one of the things I see is just a bunch of fields where people are playing sports and such without any care in the world and just for the sheer fun of the competition and the exercise. And yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, imagine sports without money. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah, it would be people who get together to play, and there would be great people, and and uh, you know, I mean, uh, it would really would be about your city's team, you know. Uh, I mean, the whole thing would be such a different thing if it wasn't for capitalism. Yeah. Well, soccer is one of those interesting sports where they've. Somehow, they're able to separate the the money aspect from the nationalized yeah. um, system, and so you do have that. Yeah, but that's probably not that going to last there. a whole lot longer. Well, it may or may not. We'll see. I mean, I think that's changed a lot in the last ten or twenty years. You know, but maybe not. I mean, because now they're starting to trade players around and. You know, they aren't local players necessarily anymore. But of course, that doesn't bother Well, not on the national. On the national level, it's pretty much oh, yeah. your stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it, so. Yeah. But it's, you know, a bunch of people driving around in their nation states. <laughs> well, it sure is fun to watch. But, yeah, the money sort of makes everything contaminated. Well, especially well, all of it, the arts. I mean, everything. You know, if you just if money yeah. was out of any of that shit, there was no reason to write a book or write a piece of music, Even music. Or do yeah. a dance or anything. There was no reason to do it other than the fact that you just had to do it because you're an artist. <laughs> you know, uh, what a different world that would be. Oh yeah, I know. There's so many. Um... So many people who write books just to get a contract to make money, they their heart is not into the content at all. No, they they're yeah. Well it's the same they're way with music out and book. all sorts of things, you know, and movie making and, and I just watched uh John Turturro's uh movie Romance and Cigarettes. Have you ever seen that? No. Is that another one to add to the list? Uh, it's uh, kinda interesting. It's a really different kind of movie. <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like it, actually. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> I still got that other movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not totally sure it's it that it um, that it succeeds, oh, but it's right. just really interesting in in his 
I mean, it's a brave movie. I got to say that for it. it's brave. There's a lot of great movies that come out where I'm pretty convinced that who's ever making these movies is not doing it just for the money. That they really are passionate about the oh yeah a lot of content yeah a lot of artists I mean yeah it's not just movies but music and all sorts of things a lot of artists really are committed artists. Did you ever see the movie Magnolia? Uh no, but I've heard about it. I heard it's great. I would highly recommend that. That is okay. What's his name? P. T. Anderson or something is the guy who. Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is one that uh, I need to watch. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. It's this absolutely an amazing, one of the most amazing films I've ever seen. Okay. That was the first time right. I knew. I mean, I'd seen Boogie Nights before, and I, you know, that didn't do that much for me. But apparently, I mean, that won a lot of awards and got him a lot of notice. I guess it won an Academy Award or something for something. I don't remember just what, but. Uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't that impressed with Boogie Nights, so I never really paid it, picked up on him until I saw Magnolia. And I was just flabbergasted by that film. I mean, i just never seen anything like that before. It's, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many movies. Movies are fantastic. I mean... They are fun. Yeah. A good movie is a good time. Problem is actually a lot of movies that a lot of people like, I end up not liking, and then. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want to. I'm not saying that to insult you or anything like that. Well, it's your own taste. You know, that's all it is. But, you know, here and there, you do. That you're watching a movie, and within 10 minutes, you know you're just in for a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I loved, uh, I don't watch, I haven't been watching two news, but you used, used to watch The Wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. See, for me, that was fantastic. Really? That's interesting, because I didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about yeah. that, yeah. I just didn't give a shit about it. I mean, it was a good portrayal. I mean, it was an interesting insight into the business of wrestling, you know. But I just thought, man, what a bunch of fucking young... Well, that's what most movies are about. They're about, you know, all the dilemmas that unconscious language monkeys get themselves into. So I just don't have much sympathy for them. You know, I think, well, what the fuck do you expect, you dumbass, you know? I mean, all the <laughs> romance and tragedies that people get into, it's just all nonsense, you know? But oh, once, I like all that stuff. Yeah, well, some if they do it well, I can I can get into it, too, you know? Uh, but in, or, or they can show all that stuff and, and, and somehow come in from above that and show it in its reality and, and get real with it, but at the same time be able to see it for what it is. Well, you are a very, uh, you're, you're thinking a lot, and uh, 
I'm not I'm not so sure some sometimes um I'm quite at your level yet. <laughs> well, I would assume you're or, not. Yeah. You're twenty three. <laughs> you know, I mean that that or twenty four now, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're, I'm twenty four yeah, now. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a shame for me if you and I were at the same level. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, if you continue to to think and grow and study and wonder and explore, you're going to change, and your outlook is going to change over the years. <laughs> you hope, anyway. <laughs> at least that seems to be the idea for me, anyway. I'm assuming that 10 years from now, I won't see things the same way I do now. It'll be interesting. I mean, I, I've i obviously got a ways to go still. Well, all the romance stuff. I mean, not all yeah, of it, but 98 you, You've beaten that. all that out, so that's probably not much of an issue no, anymore just, for you. It's just, no, it's, it's, it's what it is. It's a, it's a form of insanity. <laughs> I mean, a, a guy and a girl get together, and they're both horny monkeys, and uh, and... Because, you know, they are a couple of horny monkeys, and they, you know, then that turns into this whole big drama. You know, it's, it's just, you know, like I say, occasionally, I mean, I, I assume that there are people who really do have unique experiences in that domain that really are cosmic. But, I mean, that's, that's extremely rare, I think. And most people... Are just nuts. See, that's what I want, though. I mean, I I can't deny that I have. Well, you're, that's what I'm saying. You're still. I, I would love to have that cosmic yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe you will. Well, yeah. The thing is, I've had several. Well, I'm not counting on it, but not, I can't no, deny that I'm after is, it. Is yeah. The idea of the cosmic. I've had a number of cosmic experiences. And once you've had a couple of them, it changes. <laughs> you know, the first time it happens, it's earth-shaking. The second time, it's not quite so earth-shaking. And the third or fourth time you've had it and gotten your heart broken or broken someone else's heart when you changed your mind, uh, it changes again. <laughs> Uh, so it's not about good or bad or any of that stuff. It's just that it changes with with time and experience. Hmm. Well, I want to. Um, yeah, I want to go through more of that. Yeah, you should. Good luck. Enjoy it. <laughs> you know. You don't, I don't want to take it so far, though, is that all of a sudden I'm married with kids. I, uh, and I, and I, there's some part of me that says, you know, I think that's a pretty decent possibility that I'll just get swept up in my monkey and I'll go down a path, and then 20 years later I'll be right back here listening to this conversation, saying, gosh, I should have listened to myself. 
Well, if you're, if that's what you choose to do, that's what you'll do. Yeah, yeah. Whatever will happen yeah. will happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you can. But I'm, I'm, I'm predicting right now that might happen, and I don't know. Well, It'd be funny if it did. Well, I don't think it'll be funny. <laughs> I don't think you'll be thinking it's funny, but. <laughs> Well, maybe you will. If you're really smart, you will be thinking it's funny. <laughs> you know, you'll be laughing at yourself. <laughs> uh, Except the problem is that often other people end up getting hurt. You know, it's one thing for you to, you know, wake up and realize that was a really stupid thing to do. But then, then you're faced with dealing with the consequences of it. Yeah. So that's so that's been the toughest thing for you is to recognize that you're hurting other people. Well, actually, you know, that's one of the things that I that I went through after I've you know had my heart broken a couple of times and broken someone else's heart a couple of times that I'd much rather have my heart broken than to break somebody else's. Because when someone else hurt me, then it's nice, clean hurt. There's no guilt involved in that. I'm just crushed, <laughs> you know. You, you, can, you can deal with yourself. Yeah, I can deal with my own pain. I get over it. But uh, when I caused pain for someone else, then not only did I feel bad, but I felt guilty. And I really didn't like that. That was much worse. <laughs> the guilt of hurting somebody else was a lot worse than a just nice, clean pain of being hurt. And that mm. realization made a big difference for me. Mm. Wow. So I started being a whole lot more honest with other people <laughs> at that point. So you're talking about a, a particular experience, or is just uh... no? I mean, just it, it arose over. You know, I mean, I've had a number of lovers in my life. I've been had some pretty intense relationships with women, and uh, you know, sometimes they left me, sometimes I left them, and I just came to the conclusion it's better. I really didn't like leaving people. You know that that it made me feel when I saw the pain. You know, that it caused them when they still wanted to be with me and I didn't want to be with them, that uh, I just hated that feeling. I hated the feeling when they left me when I wanted to be with them and they didn't want to be with me. But that pain I could feel was just a lot cleaner thing and I'd get over that and get on with life and I'd meet someone else, you know, and that would, and I wouldn't. Well, there's no think, guilt involved with that. Yeah, that's not, yeah. there's no guilt, it's just clean. Hmm. That's interesting. I think, I think that's, um, yeah, I can see that. I, I, I totally get that. Well, it's pretty obvious. I think, yeah, it's not that hard to get, <laughs> really, you know. It's not like a big deal. I mean, you survive your tragedies, you know. And, there's, and like I say, there's just no guilt is a, 
is a terrible thing, I think, for me anyway. I just, I don't like guilt at all. So when two people get married, are they, um, are they actually doing that for a particular reason? Are they just, you know, is there any actual benefit to being married or is it just to well, how can sort you talk of have about, that? Oh, you can't even talk about that in the abstract. You have to talk about two particular people and who they are. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just seeing a lot of people around me getting married. Yeah, I think uh, most of them are probably just it, unconscious and stupid. But I, I say I can I can see that for for some people marriage could be a really wonderful thing. It could be the perfect thing for some people. I just think that that the percentage no, but why of get married like, though? Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah I'm not talking about marriage. Yeah, married. yeah, no, uh, yeah. Well, that's a whole separate thing. You were just talking about the legal issue. I mean, you get tax breaks for being married. You know, I mean, there there's some legal issues, I guess, that you people can consider. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the commitment of lifelong monogamy. Okay, so that's what marriage is. It's making a vow that you're going to be... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, when I think of marriage, I don't really. Yeah, I'm not thinking about the ben, the tax benefits from the IRS. <laughs> I'm talking about a relationship between two people, or three, or four, or however many want to play that game. Right, but what if they change their mind? I mean, well, I think that's why I never got possible. married because I could never promise somebody how I'm going to feel about them five years from now. Just because I'm madly in love with somebody at the moment, I may hate their fucking guts next week. And if I do, I'm not going to pretend that I don't. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of marriage, like I say, making promises for how I'm going to feel 30 years from now, fuck, I can't make that. I could promise how I'm going to act, but I'm not going to promise that. I, can, I may not love you 20 years from now, but I'll still live with you and I won't fuck anybody else. I mean, I could make that kind of promise, but I'm sure as hell not going to make that kind of promise. What was the uh, longest, um, like, single girlfriend relationship thing that you had? Uh, I don't know, two or three years, probably. Okay. So it was never really that long. No. I mean, yeah. Well, again, I was, I was too selfish. I was way more committed to my own enlightenment than I was to, you know, monogamy. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, my commitments were made when I was 21. I was committed to me. Ah. <laughs> uh. And probably the only kind of person I could really ever get hooked up with would be someone that's committed to themselves as strongly <laughs> as I'm committed to me, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that might work, actually. Yeah. If you can at least agree upon that. But most, I mean, it seems like Well, like most I say, the way I look at girls, it, now, I would just simply never marry anybody that I'm fucking. That's just out of the question. <laughs> Sex is just 
not the the kind of behavior you want to build a lifelong relationship on. It's too crazy, too unpredictable. It's here today, it's gone tomorrow. When it's gone, it's gone, and that's the end of it. You know? And um, I, it's not something within my control or anything I can make a promise about. So I would never marry anybody that I'm fucking. <laughs> There's no issue with fucking. The issue is fucking and marrying. <laughs> well, it's it's tying those two together. Like I say, as far as I'm concerned, f- fucking is monkey business. It's fun. It's, uh, you know, it, it can create all sorts of interesting emotions in people. But really, it's pretty much the same as lions and tigers and monkeys, you know. And it's not... The kind of thing. Well, I can, and again, I can only talk about myself. You know, it's selfish. It's all about me. It's about how good it makes me feel. It's not about them. It's about me. And like I say, that's not what I would want to get married. I want to get married because somebody uh, is is, in my opinion, worthy of devoting my life to. You know. A lot of times I can figure out it's just even if I have, you know, even if sex is right in front of me, it's a lot less stressful to just jack off because there's absolutely no. Um, well, again, it depends on how you look at it. If you're, if you're just looking yeah. at relieving tension, obviously, yeah, it's a, no bullshit games or anything. You can just you know, get on with life, you know. But after after I jack off or after I have sex, either one, the minute I'm in the second that it's over, I've totally lost my interest in it anyway. So it's only during the moment that I'm sort of, yeah. you know, playing around with well, my the, head. Well, the difference is if you're with someone you like after after sex, you know, there's laying around and talking and holding each other, and that's great. You know, I, there's no interest in <laughs> fucking anymore. You know, yeah, I'm not interested in that. But, you know, if you really like someone, then you got that whole love illusion thing going on, then then that's great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there's certainly yeah. none of that okay. when you're jacking off, <laughs> you know? But the thing is, once I'm... Once I'm... <sighs> Even after I have sex and, and, you know, the grill's right there, it's not, it's just, for me, I'm talking about, I can only speak well, for myself. Well, you haven't been but, in love yet, probably. Well, I, 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 I totally can relate to what you're saying, you know, lying around and all that, and that's all great. I'm not opposed to it, but it's just, there's a lot of baggage that comes with fucking somebody, even if it's just. Well, like I say, but if you're you know, in the illusion at the time, you know, you've got all this other shit going on. That's great stuff. But like I say, it's mostly illusion and insanity, but, you know, it, it's fun. It feels good. It's yeah, nice. it's just It's wonderful. It's just like having a good, a good steak or something, you know, after the meal's over. Who gives a shit? Well, but that's, like I say, sex, well, you know, you're, like I say, I think you just haven't had as wide a range of experiences yet. 
you know, you, <laughs> you know, huh. there's there's more to it than than just getting off. You know, yeah, getting off is nice, one way or another. But at least for, and again, I can only talk about for me. There have been times in my life when I was under the illusion that I was deeply in love with somebody, and um, you know. Well, fucking really wasn't it, actually. I mean, that was, that was, uh, well, I mean, it was it. That was integral part of it. But, but, uh, yeah. But, you know, there was the illusion that there was something more, and the illusion was good enough to keep me trying after it for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting way of putting it. No, I, and I suppose everything is an illusion. Us having this conversation and thinking that you know, there's actually something to what we're talking about is, you know, just an illusion. One way of looking at it, at least. Well, you know, I need to uh, get to sleep because i got to get up at 5, so oh, yeah. I want to get a little bit of sleep. I didn't plan. So when you well, hold on. Well, before I before I lose you, when you watch the sunrise, that's just sort of a. Uh, I mean, there's nothing particular about that sunrise other than it's the longest day of the year. Well, no, it's just a way for me to live in alignment with the universe by doing something that that uh, that puts myself in alignment with that. So I don't like getting up at, before sunrise, but four times a year. I get up on the four cardinal points of the year, and I go somewhere. Well, now, I i mean, I have had different places over the years, but now I have a, a Starbucks that I go to, and I can see the horizon from there and um, watch the sun come up. So that, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, I mean, you do it, so there's got to be a reason behind why you're doing it, and that's just to, to feel like you're in alignment. Yeah, for the same reason that I use the lunar calendar, and I go out on the second or whenever day the the actual new moon is visible for the first time, uh, I go out after sunset and look at it. I make it a point to do that. And shave your head. And shave my head. In fact, I shaved my head tonight in preparation for tomorrow. I do it because that's how we create reality, by acting, by doing things, actual behaviors in alignment with some idea. I mean, that's what the 4th of July is. That's what, you know, Christmas is. I mean, it's, you know, everyone agrees to do that, and that gives it meaning because they do it. Okay. So I give and so, life, and so your alignment is with the universe. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes. Uh, yeah, I got it. I totally got it. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass, like at five o'clock in the morning when my alarm goes off tomorrow, and I didn't get much sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy about it, but that's okay. That's part of it. That lets me know that I'm doing it. Well, I mean, don't you expect a nap at some point during the day? Maybe if I get tired, I'll do that. 
See, I, that never that never bothers me if it's something that I'm looking forward to. No, it's just that in the morning I'm yeah. not going to feel like getting up at 5 o'clock. I'm going to think it's awfully comfortable here in bed. And i got to okay, get up okay. and drive 10 miles to get to this place, you know, and, I, you know, it would be much easier to just stay in bed. See, I'm different, though. If there's something that I like doing and I'm looking forward to, the second I wake up, I don't mind it. I, It's when it's something that I don't want to do. Well, I don't want to get out like, of bed. Okay. But I do. So, you, so this is like a chore for you. No. It's, it's like life. It doesn't make any, you know, I mean, we have all sorts of feelings. I don't let my feelings run what I do. <laughs> sometimes I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. But this is one of the things I just decided I was going to do. Yeah. So I do it. Well, I'm, and sometimes yeah. I'll get up and I'll be excited. I'll get up and the first thing I, uh, you know, if I, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to feel like tomorrow when I get up. You know? But it doesn't make any difference what I feel like. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it. Yeah, okay, okay. Do you ever climb up mountains or anything like that? Not anymore. Okay. Yeah, I've done a lot of backpacking. Because I'm thinking when I climb up a mountain uh, or backpacking, right, I don't do it because I'm, like, I don't really feel like doing it, but I do feel like getting the feeling of being at the top of the mountain, (laughs) No, I well, I, I like I said, I've done a lot of and, backpacking, and it's the whole thing that I like, just being out there in the wilderness, you know, with a friend usually. Yeah. Sometimes I went by myself, but uh, usually with, you know, I've had a couple friends that I used to backpack with, and you know, it was awesome. Go up into the Sierras and the minarets out out of uh, Mammoth Mountain. There's some just great places up there. So have you gotten too old for it, or? Well, and I got this no arthritis in my hips. I mean, there's just no way I could do that. Oh, bummer! Yeah. No, I think I'm in. Okay, I'm I not in shape that. to do it either, but I could get in shape, and that's not a problem. But um, you know, it's just it carrying all that weight, walking up mountains would just be no fun at all. Oh man. I was thinking the next time I come to Southern California, I'll drag your ass out of your hole there. <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to drag you my ass it. into doing any backpacking. Unless you want to <laughs> carry me up the fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice, though. I am um, encouraged to, to know that somebody is in some accord with the universe. Well, there's nothing to prevent you from doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I've never even thought about that. I mean, I don't... Well, listen, everybody you know, else lives according to the Gregorian yeah. calendar. You know? So quit 
living according to the Gregorian calendar and start living according to the way the universe actually moves. You've got the four major points of the sun's cycles, and you've got uh, the same thing with the moon. You've got opportunities every month to live in accordance with the creation instead of the fucking Catholic calendar. You know what would be fantastic is like to... um to go, I mean, well, not all aspects of it would be fantastic, but to live way off in the wilderness for a couple of years and always track time and everything yeah, according yeah, to yeah, the moon yeah, yeah. and the sun. And, and yeah. absolutely lose all contact with the Gregorian setup. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go into it. I've already lost contact with it. I mean, I use it every day, but it means nothing to me. I never, you know... I've been using uh, the lunar calendar. Well, we're on currently on moon 291. So I've been using the lunar calendar for 291 moons. That's 24 and a half years. Yeah. And uh, oh, I know, but you still have to. You still have to do have some some allegiance to the Gregorian oh, no, calendar. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm aware of it, but I'm just saying it has no emotional impact on me at all anymore means nothing to me. No, but what I'm saying is it would be amazing to absolutely have zero, uh, like never even think that it's a Tuesday or a Sunday. Yeah. That thought yeah. never even crossed your mind. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you is that it doesn't cross my mind. I have That's why I have <laughs> alarms set up for me to do things. I mean, it does. I mean, it, it does cross well, it my does. mind. But it yeah. doesn't cross my mind. It's not something that I ever think about, you know. It's not like I go around all day thinking today is, what, Friday or whatever it is, you know. I mean, it's just those kinds of thoughts never enter my mind. I think you're just trying to talk down my little fantasy here. No, no, I think that might be kind of interesting to do that. But, I mean, the idea of transcending the Gregorian calendar, you don't need to do that. You don't have to go to such extreme lengths. You can break the habit while you're in the middle of it. Yeah. But I still always have, it's important for me to know that it's a Wednesday or a Tuesday. Well, it's because Uh, you don't have anything else. That's what I'm saying. Because you haven't given a a real calendar your allegiance and started acting on it, it's not real to you. The only thing real to you. I think you've got a point there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to actually start living the new calendar. That's the only just knowing about it or hearing about it doesn't mean shit. Get up tomorrow (laughs) morning. At sunrise, do it on the winters, on, on the solstices and the equinoxes. Go out on the first or the, the second or what the second or third sunset after the new moon and watch the moon rise and do that religiously for twenty years. And, and watch what happens. You'll see the Gregorian calendar will fade away. It's there. You use it, but it has no impact on you. It's nothing because the real world is the one that's really there and it's real. <laughs> so what you're saying is that until I until you start until living one until you give yeah until one an adheres to another calendar it's impossible to even talk about yeah uh, 
like, defecting from the Gregorian yeah, calendar. You need, yeah, you need, you you have need to have another the structure. <laughs> you need another structure to hang your ideas and thinking and responses on. And you don't have right. one. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, I mean, once I know, sometimes I notice it's a full moon, but that's yeah. that's about it. Yeah, no, you need to actually start using the lunar calendar. You know, you've got. I mean, did I send? I mean, I can give them to you, and you can use them as your desktop on your computer. Yeah, you send me the sample. Yeah, yeah I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then, quit whining about it. And talking about going I'm not living. Wise about you know, it. you're talking about going off and living in the wilderness for three years. You're not going to do that, <laughs> probably. You know, if you want to get over the Gregorian calendar in the old bullshit world, then I you're going to have to create a new one. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I can't. I cannot disagree with what you're saying. Of course not. I can I can completely agree with it. Yeah. And and whenever you want to do something about it, it's the easiest thing in the world to do something about. So in the meantime, yeah. have a good well, day. I've got you. It's all I've got you with all the work done. Well, but it's not going to do you any good. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I it, it's a lot easier to just have all the calendars set, sent to me. Well, but that's not going to do anything. Seconds. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Again, you can have all the calendars. So what? Again, it's about yeah, you've actually, actually got to do it. it. You got to actually do it. It's not about having the calendar. It's about living by it and looking at it every day and noticing and expecting that the new moon is coming. That's why I shave my head according to the new moon. It's in my calendar, in my Gregorian calendar, but I've got it all scheduled there so I don't forget. I know what day it's coming, and um, you know, that's what I live by. Okay, I've got one last question, and it's going to take a very quick answer. But is tomorrow the longest day of the year, or is the day after tomorrow, tomorrow. the longest day of the year? Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the longest day of the year. Okay. Well, tomorrow. So I've actually got a longer longest day than you do. Well, like I say the the details of it get real complicated if you you know because it depends on where you are on the planet. Just how long right. the day is. I mean, when you start, when you get down to milliseconds, uh, how long the day is uh, becomes questionable. What you mean by sun up, whether it's when the center of the sun clears the horizon visually, or when, or when, you know, because of refraction in the atmosphere, it, uh, it changes the apparent position of the sun is actually uh, lower than it appears to be because the sun is refracted through the atmosphere. So when you see the sun first come over the horizon, it actually isn't where you're seeing it. It's actually, the sun is actually lower than that. It hasn't come over the horizon yet. It just looks like it has because the light's being bent through the atmosphere. So, I mean, when you get down to seconds, uh, the difference between, you know, which day is the longest and just exactly how long it is depends upon where you are on the planet. So it's all really complicated. And what rules do you play by? <laughs> huh? And what rules do you play by? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I don't go in, I don't really, I'm not that hung up on, getting to, to the exact millisecond and you know i just get it close to the nearest minute is close enough for me and tomorrow is the longest day of the year 
Well, it doesn't matter as long as it's the winter solstice. In fact, at, uh, at 10.46 tomorrow night, the axis of the Earth will line up exactly with the center of the sun. And it, uh, you know, one second later, uh, it will have passed that. Are you uh, doing anything unique at that moment? Nah. I mean, sometimes I'll set my alarm to go off at that time. But no, it's just, you know, it's just good enough for me that it's... You don't do a dance or anything like that. This is the day. (laughs) You know, tomorrow is the day. It's it's the day to observe it. Okay. Well, enjoy. Okay. Good night. Bye. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.